Welcome to the Odd Drummer. Ugh. Welcome to the Odd Drummer Gaming Podcast. My name is Edmund. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about Cowboy Bebop episode number seven, Galileo Hustle. I I just got finished watching it, and I didn't take any notes at all. Not really sure why. I, I was watching like 75% of it, and I didn't. I felt like I didn't have much to take notes on. But overall, I feel like I kind of liked the episode. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting how uh, Faye is kind of conning the boys a little bit by quote-unquote working with this con mom of hers in order to find her identikit. The mom and the mink storyline was... It was interesting, and the end was... How that all wrapped up was kind of weird, but fine. You know, nothing... Nothing too egregious or anything like that. So this is the kind of the first episode where it, it made it kind of easier for me to separate the two in terms of the original anime and this adaptation. Because this episode, for the most part, had very little in common with the original anime, except for the end. So throughout the whole thing, like, I don't think there was a con mom in the original. I don't think there was an Iron Mink character in the original I'm pretty sure Jet didn't have a daughter in the original. I'm not sure if she if he had an ex-wife. So there's there's very little in this episode that coincides with the original anime until the end, which we'll we'll talk about later. But I was I was watching it and I I was liking it for the most part. And the scene where Jet well Jet going to watch his daughter's performance i i felt like that was all well done and that was kind of heartwarming how he was there to see his daughter and then even the even the ex i don't know if that's his partner but his ex police his ex co-worker in the issp or whatever chalmers i i think is his name he's kind of warming up to jet and that was kind of all that was kind of heartwarming and he was and even his ex-wife was kind of being nicer to him so all that was great I, I thought all that was great. And the sequence where Jet is watching their performance and Spike is in the background basically fighting everyone. Every time they cut back to that, that was making me laugh. That, that's been a, I mean, that's been a gimmick shows have done before, but it, it was making me laugh. And then towards the end, when the con mom and Faye get to the con mom's, I don't know, office or headquarters or whatever you call that. When they cut to the ship, I, I my eyes widened. I kind of gasped. I was like, ah, it's Faye's ship. I don't remember if Faye's ship had a name in the original. I believe Jet's ship is called the Hammerhead. I don't remember if Faye's ship had a, a name, but I kind of gasped. I kind of gasped when they cut to her ship. You know, you, you kind of figure that she's going to somehow betray her con mom or con her con mom. And she kind of does. She kind of sneaks off and she kind of does. And she sneaks off and takes the keys to the ship and, and jets out of there. But the mom, the con mom doesn't even really care at that point. She's like, that's my girl. And I don't know. She has some weird kinky relationship with that mink guy. Um, So that was a little weird, but it was fine. But I, I liked what they did in terms of character development and they were kind of furthering Jet's character with his daughter and and his ex-wife and his ex-partner or whatever the relationship was and Faye's character in particular because she's obviously pretty desperate to find out more about her past 
And so she's even willing to work with her con mom and con the boys and kind of lie to them and betray their trust in order to meet her own ends. And they don't play on that too much because uh, she gets found out pretty quickly. And Jet's like, oh, you you lied to us. You lied to me. And Jet's pretty, he feels pretty butthurt about that, which is understandable because he did. I mean, he, he Jet was the one who was like standing up for Faye and, and Spike could care less about Faye. But Jet's like trying to help her out. And in the previous episode, in a, a few episodes ago, he was like helping her out with the first aid kit, giving her food, looking for her ship after Faye kind of saved their lives. So Jet Jet was being all kinds of nice to her. And then Faye kind of does this. And it, it wasn't even like a full-on betrayal. It was like a slight con. Kind of to meet her own ends. Because she's like desperate for this identikit. But she gets find out, found out pretty quickly. And even though Jet's butt hurt, he decides to go along with it. So that Faye can get her identikit. And Jet decides to try to divert the iron mink away from them and i i don't it's not like a fancy episode i didn't like it as much as the previous one which was binary two-step but overall i like this one and i guess it's mainly for the ending because that's where we get the scene that's pretty similar to an episode of the original anime but if i remember if i if i remember correctly most of that episode was Spike and Faye, no, Spike and Jet looking for a VCR or some sort of old ancient device that plays videotapes. Because I guess she, they received a videotape for Faye or about Faye. I don't quite remember, but they spend the whole episode like going through. I don't, it was like they kept going lower and lower in some abandoned building or something. Eventually they come across. I'm guessing, well, it has to be a VCR or something similar to a VCR that's able to play videotapes. And so they, but he, in this adaptation, he, Jet already has one. So they hook it up and because this tape is the only thing that's in her identikit. So it's like a, it's pretty bittersweet ending and she starts playing the videotape. And in the original anime, I believe she's like, that's all, that was, that's the only thing I was in that box. I don't care. And she pretends to not care and she like walks off. But in this one, she like kind of wants to see what's on the tape because she's desperate to know about her past. So they start playing it and it's video of her as a little girl. And it's very similar to the anime where she's it's just a sweet little girl. And she's like, hi, you, I'm I'm me, but I'm also past you, blah, blah, blah. She's like very sweet. She's playing the piano and she's talking to her mom off camera. She has like pom pom. She's like a cheerleader. And she's just this very s- sweet girl in this video. And Faye, present day Faye, starts to cry. I, I really liked Daniela's performance in this. I, I'm assuming she has no recollection of this at all, which is all the more reason why she's crying because she's looking at a video of herself and she has no recollection. She doesn't recognize this person, even though it's her. And this video is possibly slash probably the only remnant left connecting her to her past because this con mom had her identicate, which is, I guess, the only thing that that, that she had of her 
any record of her past, I guess. So I, I'm just trying to understand how she's feeling in that moment where this is, I mean, it may, maybe it's something that we can all relate to where we see video, old videos of ourselves. And I guess for the most part, we remember it. But some of these old videos of us as children, like especially me at my age, I don't know if I should reveal my age on the podcast. Well, I'm 97 years old. So that was a joke. But if I see video of myself at like eight years old, I'm pr- I might remember bits and pieces of it. But for the most part, I'm not going to I'm not going to really remember. But at least I'm, I'm going to recognize myself, the house that I was living in, maybe the, the car in the background, a bike in the background, stuff like that. But Faye's looking at this video is like, I don't re- I'm assuming this is how she feels, but she's probably thinking, I don't recognize me. I don't recognize the clothes I'm playing. I don't ever remember holding pom-poms in my life. I don't remember learning the piano, practicing the piano, playing the piano. I don't remember my mom. And I'm pretty sure she doesn't say her name in the video, so she still doesn't know her name. And she probably... She's, she might be thinking, like, I don't even recognize the planet. I'm not sure if that's confirmed to be Earth. I don't remember how long ago that that video was recorded. But so for her, because she's been in cryo sleep for so many years, it's a whole other level of not remembering and not recalling. Like, she's just, she's essentially looking at a video of a stranger, of a little kid she's unfamiliar with, she doesn't know who it is, she doesn't recognize the voice, but but it's her. So it, that must be a very strange feeling. And she also had purple hair in the video. I, I'm assuming she dyes her hair purple, so maybe she, or I don't know, maybe she has naturally purple hair. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But... This is, I guess this is a short episode, but overall, I I liked this episode. And like I said, it's, I think it's the first episode that was, that made it easier for me to separate the original anime and this adaptation because it, it felt like a brand new episode, a brand new story. And I, for the most part, liked it. And the only thing that coincided with the anime was the end. And I liked that too. So this is... This this is episode 7. So, so far, I've liked 3 of the episodes out of the 7. So, we're, we're, still, we're still a little below average. And the series, again, is kind of uneven. And we, we'll see how I feel upon rewatch. Because sometimes I watch things and I don't like it. And then I rewatch it and I end up loving it. That happened to me with interstellar first time i watched interstellar i thought it was very slow very boring i was not invested at all and then i rewatched it and i thought it was really epic and like a really huge grand feeling movie and i really loved it so we'll see how i feel upon rewatching this series and I, i'm probably going to rewatch it and there was some more stuff with not a lot of vicious stuff in here but there was some julia stuff so they're they're on their Oh, there was a little bit of Vicious stuff. Vicious was meeting with the eunuch and Mao, and he's kind of talking to them about his plan to kill the elders. And then Julia comes in talking to... She comes in and talks to Anna and Gran a little bit, and then Julia goes straight to Mao and tells her that she wants 
Mao to kill Vicious. So there's a lot of like betrayal and intrigue going on. And I've said in, in episodes past, that's a weird phrase. I've said in past episodes that I prefer the treatment of Julia and Vicious in the anime because Julia was barely mentioned until the very end and she was very mysterious and I like that about that character and Vicious was also used sparingly but in the new adaptation they're all up in the series and I didn't really like it but I'm again it's been a struggle I'm trying to keep an open mind and this episode was a little bit easier for me to separate the two so um I've so far I've liked episode four Callisto Soul I liked Binary Two-Step a lot. That was probably my favorite so far of the 10-episode series. And I liked this one, Galileo Hustle. It, 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 it feels better. Uh, what I mean by that, it, it kind of feels like I'm, warm, I'm warming a little more up to the series. But at the same time, it's like there's three episodes left. And I don't know. I, I hope the last three are good. I hope I like them. That's all I got. Thank you for listening. Stay odd and keep on playing.